All right, and welcome to another episode of Who's Lifting Today. We are going to be talking about what fitness equipment you should buy. There's so many different equipment out there. Um, new equipment is coming out, different variations of the old equipment are coming out. And especially because of the pandemic, a lot of people have been like, okay, like what equipment should I buy um, either temporarily until the pandemic is over or um, maybe they just like working out at home now. And so they're wondering like, you know, what's the best thing for me to buy for like my goals? And there's a lot of people that are going to experience the home gym life and aren't gonna go back to regular gyms, but that means they have to buy equipment for their house. So this episode is kind of talking about like, what equipment is right for you? Um, what is worth the money to spend? Um, and kind of what the differences are between like buying equipment for a gym and buying it for yourself. And I've kind of, there's three main categories that we always need to consider when buying equipment for your home. The first is versatility. So what the, you know, how many exercises can I do with this one piece of equipment? And you really want to focus on equipment that is really versatile for at home. So you want, you know, we'll talk about pieces of equipment that are really versatile because if you are training at home, you want something that can do a lot of things as opposed to something that does only like one thing, very, spe uh, very specific thing. Uh, the second is cost. This obviously is a big factor. Um, there is fitness equipment that is really, really expensive and some that's really cheap. And we're going to kind of talk about like which fitness equipment is actually worth the cost and worth investing. And the third thing we're going to talk about is space. So as opposed to a gym, which will have, you know, thousands of square feet that it can use so it can add a lot of things into it. If you're working at home, I'm going to guess that you don't have that kind of space. You're probably working out in your living room or like part of your living room or in a specific room or a corner of a different room. Um, and so you want things that don't take up a lot of space but are still beneficial for working out. Um, one thing that is specific for this is that I don't know specifically what your goals are listening to this. So, you know, if your goals are very, very specific, like you want to deadlift 300 pounds, then you're going to need equipment to deadlift for. And so that's going to be things like you're going to need a deadlift bar, you're going to need plates, you're going to need a squat rack if you have powerlifting type goals, you're going to need somewhere to deadlift. So that might be buying flooring or just finding a place in your house that you're okay if it gets beaten up a little bit. Garages are kind of a good example of this. So that's not going to include this. This is kind of what I've seen as a general trend for people who have general strength goals, but nothing like super specific. Um, a pull-up bar is an example of this, where if you want to increase your pull-up strength, like you're gonna need a pull-up bar regardless of my list here. So that's something that is noteworthy as well. And also, I don't know the exact dimensions of what you're, where you're living. So if you're in an apartment or a house or you have a garage or don't have a garage or you're training in the basement, um, I'm going to do my best to give like the most effective things for space, but I'm not keeping into account like what space you have in your house because I haven't been to your house. So I don't know what you're working with. Um, but I'm going to try and pick options that take a low amount of space um, just because uh, that's just what is the most beneficial information for anybody who's listening to this. And I've also divided this up into three categories. Um, one is I mostly work out at the gym, so this would be equipment that I would either bring to the gym with me or could use in a pinch if I don't go to the gym. So these are like basically gym goers and you're adding extra stuff onto this. The second is uh, you're a mix of at home 
and at the gym. So maybe you like working out at home for the most part, but occasionally also like going to the gym. That's kind of what the second category is about. And the third is that um, your gym is at home. Like you're not going to a gym. You're never going to a gym. Um, this is, you, you want to set yourself up so that you never need to go to a gym again and never, you know, pay biweekly fees at a gym that this is your gym essentially forever is like how we're going to treat it. Um, and those are kind of the three categories people are talking about. And I'm also going to talk about at the end, like what not to get or common mistakes that happen when buying gym equipment. So you mostly work out at a gym in this case, like what you need is like pretty, um, it's pretty low. Um, what I would recommend is getting pull-up assistance bands and mini bands. Mini bands are also commonly known as like booty bands. Uh, they have a lot of versatility uh, for warm-ups, for you can use them to assist in your push-ups. I think pull-up assistance bands are a better purchase if you're going to do one or the other. Um, pull-up assistance bands are obviously known for helping you in the pull-up, but they can also be used for rows. They can be used for pushes. Um, I've used them for different core exercises, and so they can really work in a pinch, and they are pretty cost-effective as well. Like, you really can get them for, like, a fairly cheap price. They can come in different sets. Um, of the one I would recommend is there's, like, a red band that has, like, a, a tension of what's usually 35 pounds. That's what I would recommend for most people. Um, I own one myself and it can be used for a lot of things and I'll even bring it to the gym because it helps me to warm up and do other things like that. So I would recommend looking into pull-up assistance bands and mini bands. This is definitely like one of the cheaper items but also has like a good level of versatility. And if you're already working out at a gym, a lot of the other stuff that I'm mentioning already has, you already have access to. So like there's not necessarily a need to buy it if you're constantly going to the gym. Um, the second one is I am doing a mix of at home and at the gym. So you need a little bit more of a setup here because if you're doing parts of your program at home and parts of the program at the gym, you're going to need something a little more. You're going to need more stuff. Otherwise, your home workouts really aren't going to match your gym workouts. And if you really do want to work at home, and this can be for time reasons, or this can be that you prefer going at home but occasionally like going to the gym, you're going to need some more stuff. The first thing that I'm going to recommend is adjustable dumbbells. And these are like kind of dumbbells that can be anywhere for the, you know, they can change to being five pounds of weight or 50 pounds of weight um, and kind of all the, the increments in between. And I'm going to recommend getting adjustable dumbbells that at least go up to 45. You can get them as high. I've seen as high as 90. Um, I think if you in the future want to lift really, really heavy, I think that that is beneficial and good to get. But most people can get away with up to 45 or up to 50. Um, a lot of people I think will, when they start making their home gym is they'll buy lighter weights, like five or tens. Um, and they don't, they don't go super heavy. And I think that's because they're basing it off of their current strength and also the cheaper dumbbells, like they're cheaper, like the lighter dumbbells are cheaper. The, the conflict that comes with this, and I, I've worked with, you know, many women who train at home with what they have at the gym. And I've always told them like, I'm going to work with what you have. Like that's, um, no one has to like buy extra equipment to work with me, but there are a certain equipment that I'll recommend getting is they eventually get stronger. Eventually those 10 pound dumbbells like don't work well for them. And it really runs into the challenge on like, okay, I was, you know, dumbbell rowing 10 pounds, but I really need 20, 25, 30 as I get stronger and better. And you want to set up your home gym that as you get stronger, it can accommodate for you. And this is where adjustable dumbbells come in. 
you also don't want to be in the situation where you're literally too strong for your gym and this like does happen over time and yes you can make light dumbbells challenging doing different kinds of exercises but you want to set yourself up so that when you get stronger you know when you're finally need to dumbbell row 20 30s 40s you don't need to become super creative that you can just add weight um so that's like why I think adjustable dumbbells are like number one. And if you're going to get anything on this list of this category, I think adjustable dumbbells are the way to go. Yes, they are expensive. Um, the good news is, is that they're really good for space too, because you can just throw them in a corner. Um, and so if you're not working with a lot of space, like that's really beneficial. And when you compare them to getting multiple sets of different dumbbell weights, um, they're more cost effective than you think. Um, so instead of getting like two sets of five, two sets of 10, two sets of 15, two sets of 20, if you get one set of adjustable dumbbells, you can get all of that for, there's different pricing out there. I've seen sets as low as like $300 for two dumbbells, adjustable dumbbells, um, and as high as like 900 if you're going to buy like the 90 pound ones. But um, when you compare that to buying individual sets, um, it actually is cheaper. And on top of that, you're never going to have to worry about, like, do I have the right weight for what the goals I want to be? So instead of like, oh, I only have a 20 and a 35, but I really need a 25 or a 27 or whatever it might be, the adjustable dumbbell is much more accommodating for that and works better long term. So that's the first thing that I would recommend. Um, adjustable dumbbells are also becoming more common. More people are making them. And what's good about that is that when more people make them, um, there's more pricing options that exist, which is great, which means that like before they were really, really expensive and you kind of had to just like suck it up. But I've seen more adjustable dumbbells that are becoming more cost effective um, because, you know, they're trying to compete in the market and the way they can compete in the market is they become cheaper. So over time, adjustable dumbbells are just going to be something that is easier to purchase um, at less cost, which is awesome. Um, and I think like if you're going to work out at home for a lot of your workouts, making sure you have the right weights is going to be very big. So I would say at least up to 45. A lot of them go up to 45, 50. Um, if you have like big strength goals, I would definitely say like get the ones that are up to 90. Those are going to be more expensive, but those will also translate into like when you're ready to do heavier things. The second thing I was going to get is some kind of weightlifting bench. Weightlifting benches, and for this one, you can get a choice of either an adjustable one or you can get a flat one. I think flat works for most people. I think there are benefits to an adjustable one, but those tend to be more costly. Um, not like a crazy amount more, though. So it's worth looking at both and comparing the prices. I think flat, you can get away with a lot. Benches are also one of those things that, like, yes, you can you know, use a chair sometimes or a couch sometimes, but having the flat bench does work well. Um, and it's much more natural as opposed to like trying to make your furniture work, um, which is just like the furniture is not made for that. So it can get kind of awkward over time. Uh, and bench is also one of those things. It doesn't take up a ton of space. A lot of them fold up now, which is great. Um, and on top of that, um, they tend to be pretty cost effective or are becoming more cost effective. So the numbers that I've seen is I've seen, you know, flat benches as cheap as like, 60 bucks and as expensive as like 300, 400 if you want to get like the really fancy stuff. But I, I would say like unless you're going real hardcore on your fitness goals, like I think on the higher end is like not worth it. Like even for, for myself, I've been training for like 10 plus years now kind of thing. And I bought one that was like 180 as like an example. So even I didn't go for like the 300, 400. Um, 
The third thing I would get is either a pull-up bar or a TRX row. This kind of depends on your strength. If you can do pull-ups, I think having a pull-up bar is really beneficial um, as well. And, but, you know, TRX, you can do a lot of things with. You can turn into rows. You can turn into arm work or chest work. or You can you can make it into a lot of things, and it's pretty cost-effective and also really low on space. You, you know, it's just like a... It's a, like a piece of rope, essentially, with handles. And so what it does is that, like, you know, if you want to put it away, it really doesn't take up a lot of space. So that's really beneficial and has a ton of versatility and is also a nice change from, like, just using free weights and bands. What I would say about these categories as well is that the stuff that I mentioned in previous categories will probably relate to the further category. So people who have a mix of gym and at home could also probably benefit from pull-up assistance bands, um, especially because pull-up assistance bands don't can be used in kind of replacement of like a cable machine it's not quite the same a cable machine is better but they also cost way more so if you're trying to like accommodate for that then like a pull-up assistance band is just like the more cost-effective way of doing that um okay so third category this is your gym for life you're not going back to the gym you don't like the gym or you just like the convenience of working at at home um or you want to own your own equipment or whatever it might be there's lots of really good reasons to have a home gym i think they're great um, I've had a home gym and I loved it, uh, both for the time reasons, the convenience reasons, like the atmosphere. Um, so I think they're a really good purchase. But because this is your gym forever, um, we're going to talk more about items that you would need if you never want to step into a gym again. Um, so the first is that I would really recommend an adjustable bench instead of flat. I think the flat works in a pinch. And if you're doing a mix of in the gym and at home, whatever adjustable stuff you want to do, you could do it in the gym. Um, but there are real benefits to having an adjustable bench versus a flat bench if this is your gym for life. So I think if, I think an adjustable bench is like worth the extra cost at this point. Uh, the second is barbells and barbell and weights. You don't need multiple barbells. Um, even if you're not super into powerlifting, even if you're not, you know, you don't want to lift super heavy and like go down that route of deadlifting or squatting all the weight. A barbell is just really versatile for a lot of reasons. It can become a lot of things. It opens up a whole new world of exercises. And there are just exercises that are better with a barbell than with dumbbells. Um, and it gives you more versatility as kind of an example. And you can do what's known as like landmine exercises, which landmine exercises are essentially that you put one one end of the barbell into the corner and then you're using the barbell from there and I, I would encourage people to look up what these exercises are but those are really versatile and work really well for a lot of people excuse me so if you are looking for barbell and weights would go a long way now how much weights you need kind of depends on you and how strong you are and how strong you want to become um, one thing I would recommend is that for weights is you really want to um, look secondhand is that like yes you can find you know new sets and everyone likes new equipment etc but it is one of those things that if you were going to use uh, you want enough weights that you can keep getting stronger so i think the mistake people will make is like oh like my max is 200 pounds so i'll buy enough weight to get up to the 200 pound mark but you're eventually going to get stronger and you don't want how many weights you have to hold you back from getting stronger in the future. So getting enough weights to exceed your amount of um, strength is, is good so that there's room to grow. 
Um, that is what I would say as well for that. Um, and if you're going to have a barbell, you're going to need something to load it with and kind of go from there. And again, I think like the barbell is just super versatile and you could do things with the barbell that you can't do with anything else. And if strength is your life or you want strength to be part of your life, the barbell is like one of the clear best items to have for your, for your home gym for life. And I've even seen some people when they make their own list on these that they put barbell as number one instead of adjustable dumbbells. Um, you're going to need some kind of squat rack. That's going to be something you need as well. Now, again, like you don't need to be a super advanced squatter, but you want something to be able to rack the bar for different reasons. Uh, squat racks can vary in cost as well as space. So you can get like a full power rack, which is like four to six posts. It takes up a ton of space. I would re not recommend going that route if you don't have a ton of space. Um, specifically for that reason but there are like half racks there are squat stands and there are ones that don't take a lot of space and are more cost effective i've seen squat racks for as cheap as like 300 bucks and i've seen them as expensive as 10 grand and the 10 grand route i really just don't recommend going into i think if you have a home gym like you don't even need to get somewhere close to that um i really think that most people could get away with a squat rack that is like sub two grand sub 1500 and if you are low on space and not super into powerlifting style movements, you probably could find a squat rack that's like sub 1000 for sure, sub 800, um, and be totally fine. And like, I, I even see, saw like, I was looking two days ago and I saw a squat rack on Amazon for like 400 bucks that looked totally fine. Um, it would be super versatile and going from there. Squat racks, also a lot of them include a pull-up bar as part of it. So um, if you are going to buy a squat rack and you can find them with a pull-up bar, that's just kind of like one less thing you have to buy. So that's what I would recommend as well. Um, but finding some kind of squat rack and going from there. If you have the money for it, this is what I think I would recommend as well, is some kind of cable machine. Uh, it doesn't have to be like the full like on both sides the ones you see at the gym that are like you know that have like eight different seats and you have two cables and from all sides um some cable machines actually attach to the squat rack um so you can look into that and again like it's like an easy attachment it doesn't take up a ton of space and like it's an add-on for like a few hundred more dollars but um it is nice to have some kind of cable machine to go from there i think that's like really beneficial and worth investing um, this can become more costly if they're not an attachment to a squat rack. So this kind of depends on the money and space that you have. But I do think that if you're going to work out at a gym for life, that having some kind of cable machine will go a long way. Because there are just some exercises that bands, free weights, or barbells. It's just kind of awkward to do. You can set it up. But um, if this is your home gym for life, you want it to be as, you know, as accommodating as possible within reason, I guess, maybe not as possible. You don't need the perfect gym, but you want to make it like relatively easy on yourself. So obviously like the gym for life option is going to be more money, but it's also, if you're doing the gym for life, this is also money you're not spending bi-weekly at a gym membership. Um, and for a lot of people, this will actually be more cost effective in the long run um you know if you spend like one grand two grand at like your home gym for life when you compare that to like you know a lot of gym memberships now are 600 800 a thousand is that yes it's more expensive than that on a year by year basis but it ends up like paying for itself in the long run so i think it's a really good investment if like you're already really committed to strength training uh you want strength training to be part of your life is i think it's like really worth it and as well unlike the gym membership is that if you need to, you can always resell. Like it's always one of those things that's like, if you decided like I bought 
this squat rack and it's not really the right squat rack for my house. So I'm gonna sell this and buy something else that I need or just sell it because I realize I don't need a squat rack for whatever reason. As opposed to the gym membership, which is, you know, this is kind of like the equivalent of like renting versus owning. Excuse me. Um, that's what I would say as well in that. So while it is a lot of money, it ends up being like, in my opinion, it ends up being like a good investment. That's like my opinion of this. What not to get. So we're going to talk about like what equipment, you know, that exists out there that I think is just no, either not worth the money or not a good piece of equipment, uh, specifically for a home gym. Bosu balls is a good example of this. So I'm a hard hater on Bosu balls. I think that they don't provide a lot of functionality. Um, I think when you think about like, I get that they're appeal is balance and coordination and that kind of thing and like adding that to the exercise but it doesn't really train you functionality in a way that relates to life because when we're talking about balance and coordination it should be to the world that you live in and our world just doesn't really have rocky surfaces that way um so if i want to teach you balance and coordination i want to do that on a flat surface because that's what's going to relate to your life more if we want to work on your balance i would rather do like single leg exercises something on the ground and i, I over time i've kind of realized that most exercises are actually better without a bosu ball than with a bosu ball so i would say not a good purchase not a ton of versatility and honestly like there's just better exercises you can do without a bosu ball the second is any specific machine that does one specific thing. So this can be a pec deck machine. This can be a leg press machine. This can be a shoulder like, like kind of the way you see in the gym um, that will have like an array of them and they do like very one specific movement and that's kind of it. Uh, the problem with this is one, these are super expensive um, and don't have a ton of versatility. They do one thing. Um, and there's no like one exercise that's so good that you should have a machine just for it because it does nothing else and it's hard to use for other things. So like kind of like pec deck machines, like bicep curl machines, like these are all like, they have such a specific focus that for a home gym, they really don't make a ton of sense and that you really should focus on equipment that has more versatility. And these tend to be pretty expensive. Like a lot of these are thousands of dollars. They take up a ton of space. So if you don't have a ton of space and they end up just being something that um, you might use on occasion, but it's not going to give you the benefit that you're you're looking towards in the long run for your home gym. The third mistake is not a piece of equipment in particular, but people will get specific equipment. They'll get all new equipment. They'll go to Rogue or Rep or whatever it is, um, and they'll buy all new. It if you want to be cost effective, it is really worth looking secondhand. Like this can be like Facebook Marketplace. Um, this can be we have Kijiji in Canada. I don't think there's Kijiji in the states let me know about that um but a lot of this equipment like even if you buy it secondhand is still going to work fine like squat racks are pretty durable for the most part so if you buy a squat rack secondhand you'll probably get it for less than full price and um it'll work just as fine i know when i bought a home gym i bought a squat rack from like a, a gym um, they weren't going out of business. That's not the reason why they were selling it. They were just replacing it with something else. Um, it was like very used. It was like five years old. And honestly, like it worked fine. Like I had no issues with it. It was super durable. There was like no problems with it. Um, so I would say like if you're going to buy, you don't always have to buy new. You can, you can buy used and it'll probably take you far. And it'll also help with the cost aspect of this. Um, and if you buy in bulk from somebody, usually they'll give you like some kind of deal 
um, and you have the ability to kind of negotiate down like the the number that they're giving you doesn't tend to be like you know if you the, they, they can lower the price like 10 percent five percent whatever it might be like usually you can haggle and get some kind of benefit as long as it's in good faith i think if you you know if you're buying a $200 piece of equipment and you ask for like 40, they're probably just going to like not talk to you, but you might be able to haggle your way down to like 180, like 170 potentially. And like, so this could be over time more cost effective. Um, so you don't always need to buy new. And a lot of this equipment like stands the test of time, like barbell weights, squat rack, um, even like adjustable dumbbells. Like this is not something that you need to buy necessarily new if it's new and it's the same price then like i say go for it but a lot of this stuff you can buy used and it'll be just as much benefit to you and more cost effective and i've had clients who had got super good deals um looking secondhand and bought things for like way cheaper than what it would have been if they had bought new and they use it and it works just as well so that's what i would say I think when you're buying fitness equipment, like you definitely need to think about like what your budget is and what your space is. Uh, versatility, cost, and space are going to be the three biggest things you have to consider and then kind of go from there. Um, I think home gyms are a really good investment, especially if you want to be like a lifelong lifter. Um, just the time aspect, not having to commute, uh, the convenience of it. I know when I work out at home, I like, yeah, I don't even listen to like music. I'm just like listening to podcasts at the same time. Um, I don't have to drive there and back. If you're a person who's really busy um, and you want to get a 30 minute workout in, well, at your home gym, it's 30 minutes. If you go to a, if you go to like a gym, you know, it's the commute there, it's the commute back. You got to dress it up to get there. Um, not like dressed up like fancy, like like fitness equipment, like fitness clothes, etc. That all costs time and money, so it ends up being more of an inconvenience for you. So the home gym, I think, is a really good investment uh, to go into and kind of go from there. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions on any pieces of equipment you're not sure of. You can send me an email at strongwithmark at gmail.com, or you can message me on my Instagram at trainingstrongwomen. Let me know if you've seen a piece of equipment that you're not sure if it's worth the buy. Um, I did many an Amazon shopping or like many of an online shopping uh, during the beginning of the pandemic. And even like even now, like I'm still having clients who will be like, hey, is this worth buying? And we'll talk through it. So I'm like very familiar at this point with like what's on the market and like what's worth buying. But let me know if this was helpful. And thanks for listening to another episode of Who's Lifting Today.